Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. So we're going to get that done, and I think we're going to surprise a lot of people, but they're pushing very hard. The Republican senators are great people, but they have a lot of different states. Some states need this, some states need that, but we're getting it together, and it's, uh, it's going to happen. Right, Mike? Yes. I think. Is there, any indi- indi- is there any indication that things are getting together? I don't think there's any indication of that, is there? When was that? Yesterday. Yeah, that was before everything crumbled, I think, when they got apart. <laughs> gotcha. See, Armstrong and Getty Show, how you doing? Kimberly, so, I'm glad we're talking to somebody, because what happens now? Well, nobody knows. Kimberly, nobody knows. No, Kimberly Leonard is going to probably make guesses, wild guesses. Let's find out. <laughs> Kimberly is a senior health care reporter for the Washington Examiner and joins us now. Uh, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, we're, we're fine and dandy. Do you prefer Kimberly or Kim? Kimberly would be great. Okay, Thank you. terrific. Yeah, absolutely. I have a, a friend named Richard and another friend who refuses to call him Richard, always calls him Rich. <laughs> and I think, why don't you call the man what he prefers to be called? What's the matter with you? Have you found that in your life as well, Kimberly? <laughs> or no? Would you like well, to make a wild guess as to what's going to happen to well healthcare since nobody knows? Well, we, no, we have, more, we have more than a guess. Uh, last night, um, Senate Majority Mitch, Leader Mitch McConnell said that we're going to be going back to a 2015 bill um, for Obamacare repeal. And that was the one that they had sent to President Barack Obama's desk and he had vetoed. So he's saying now this is going to be the next step. It's hard to see senators get in line behind this bill, though, as well. Really? Okay. Well, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna ask a question, but you've kind of taken the fun out of it. Uh, if it's not gonna happen, <laughs> but I'll ask it anyway. Would it be an immediate boom? Obamacare's over. It's repealed uh, as of tomorrow at noon. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Everything's a free for all. Or would there be a, an untangling period, or what? Right, right. So they, I mean, they re, they don't have the votes to fully repeal Obamacare. They would need sixty votes in order to do that. But it would repeal things like the individual mandate, you know, where you get a fine if you don't have health insurance. Uh, it would also repeal the Medicaid expansion. It would repeal uh, the tax subsidies that help people purchase insurance, but it would do it over a two-year time frame. So what they're calling it is really repeal and delay. Instead of repeal and replace, which is what they had been working on for the past couple of months. So, how much is this? A, is 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 hmm. you know, K Dog? I'm struggling to talk today. Oh, I'm sorry. You prefer Kimberly to K Dog? Correct. Um, uh, how much I don't think of this I've is K Train? How much of this is a political maneuver? As you know, as in to have something to 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 brag about when you go back home, as opposed to 
an effort to actually fix something? Well, I, I, it's hard to see it as something they could brag about because right now, even looking at this this other option, it's hard to see them come to a consensus on this bill. At this point, you've already had a lot of centrist Republicans in the Senate, even who may have voted for the 2015 version of this bill, say that they're very nervous about projections about uninsurance and that they don't want to undo the Medicaid expansion. So the idea that they, after making these comments, would then go back and support this would be difficult. But the political pressure is there in terms of saying, look, you voted for this in 2015. So did you only vote for it because you knew President Obama would veto it? Yes. Yes Yes is the answer to that. (laughs) Yes is the obvious answer to that. How about what? Go ahead. Probably. um, You know, it does seem that now that this is, you know, a possibility, um, the idea of taking away certain benefits that that doesn't look so good to voters. So how about what John McCain said uh, yesterday after he's starting to feel a little better that now let's go back to regular order and have committee meetings and talk to constituents and have Republicans and Democrats come up with something that, you know, a majority can agree on. Is there any chance of that actually happening? Well, it seems to me that if they're unable to pass this repeal and delay vote, that they're going to have to work with Democrats on doing something to stabilize the exchanges for next year. And that, of course, applies, you know, for people who don't get insurance through an employer or through the government. They, you know, buy coverage that's tax subsidized, uh, private coverage. And so they are next year looking at a lot of problems. And if the government doesn't intervene in some way, and they'll probably need to do it with uh, both Democrats and Republicans, then they're going to face trouble. And that would probably involve some of these public hearings and but so do, forth. So, but, but do the politics of the, of today allow for that sort of thing? No. Can, can, can Democrats be part of anything that Donald Trump would sign? Or would they get, uh, you know, primaried in their own uh, district or state? It, it's all about how it's framed. So if, in terms of, of what they would end up passing to fix Obamacare, even if they could, even if Republicans could put something in there that they call repeal, let's say it's even delaying one of the taxes in Obamacare. Um, if it's framed as a repeal of Obamacare while Democrats frame it as a fix, then everyone comes away a little bit happier. And, uh, you know, in terms of how the voters view it, it seems that you know, minimizing the news about people losing insurance or having skyrocketing premiums is in the best interest of everyone involved. Well, you would certainly hope so. Uh, Kimberly Leonard, senior healthcare reporter of the Washington Examiner. I know we'll uh, both be following this. Thanks, Kimberly. Good to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Yeah, I was about to go off on a rant on that very topic. It's just, it's a measure of the stupidly partisan nature of our times that I mean, you got the Susan Collins, uh, she's the, the slow-talking numbskull from Maine, right? Is that her name? Slow-talking numbskull? Is that her name? Susan? Uh, yes, that doesn't it is. sound right. That is correct, but I believe the misogyny is dripping from your lips. Wow, what misogyny? She was a dude, slow, I'd say the same thing. Slow-talking numbskull. No, slow-talking numbskull. Anyway, so you got the, the liberal wing of the Republican Party that is indiscernible from the conservative wing of the Democrat Party. As it always has been. Well, right, certainly. And they've got all sorts of programs and fixes and measures in common. The idea that absolutely everything cooked up by every Republican 
<coughs> excuse me, is absolutely abhorrent to every Democrat. It's just stupid. And the idea that you can't <laughs> cobble together enough votes to do anything because you can't possibly be seen as crossing the aisle. It's just a measure of how, how poisonous the times have become. Poisonous times is what we got going I'm on here. I'm telling you, it's just stupid. Times filled with poison. You know, I, I happen to be a fan of the Rand Paul plan, which is much more free market oriented for everybody, but those who can't enjoy the free market, then there are fixes for those people. But Rand Paul is not a whore, and you heard me, a whore for the insurance company lobbyists. Who are getting sweet love made to them. And the giant health groups. Oh, my God. we've I have talked to certain people who will remain nameless. Alex Baldwin. That's right. <laughs> off the record. And, and, and what they reveal about the unholy relationship between the lobbyists and the uh, Congress whores and the Senate whores is it's just it's sickening. The, the, the laughing and backslapping and the minute the bureaucrats churn out these complex laws, the big companies figure out how to game them. I mean, it, it takes them. Well, the minute. I'm sorry. That was an exaggeration. I'm going to lay it on you straight. Can you handle it? I don't know if you can handle it. Within 24 hours of this legislation, these legislative uh, measures coming out within 24 hours, the big companies and their lawyers and their financial guys have figured out how to game them. And screw the taxpayers. It takes them a day. And then the bureaucrats, like three years later, you know, after it's become so egregious, nobody can ignore it anymore, say, well, it uh, looks to us as though the uh, the companies are gaming the system. And because, you know, they had to wait that long because the lobbyists have a, a, a choke chain around their neck. And so they make a little tweak that takes the lobbyists 24 hours to exploit again. All I know, and it doesn't matter to me whether there's an R or a D behind the, changing this. It really doesn't. All I know is my deductible is so many thousands of dollars that you don't go to the doctor unless you really have to. Oh, right. And Families then, living paycheck to paycheck. The idea of going to a doctor is like going to Paris. You might as well suggest they go to Paris for the springtime. Sure. You have the sniffles or something, something that might go away on its own. You're not going to go to the doctor because that could cost you $500 of your own real money because right. your deductible is so high. And then if it's something that is supposedly covered by your insurance, they're going to claim it's not covered until you fight them over and over again. Yeah. And so that's the way it is for everybody right now. Here's a little life hack for you. If you're like coughing really hard and you think you ought to go to the doctor, but you got a big deductible and everything, have your spouse shoot you. Because then you can go to the emergency room, and they have to treat you. And as soon as they staunch the bleeding, say, you know, Doc, I've also got this cough. While I'm here. There's there's a little (laughs) life hack for you. That's a good idea. That's a good life hack. Thanks, Michael. Coming up, why are there no donkeys left in China? That's actually not a good story. but um, And, you know, I got all kinds of ideas on how to become rich today. Yes, yes. Remember my little uh, tip earlier. There's way more venture capital than there are good ideas. So I'm trying to come up with a good idea. I got to check the email to see if you're... Donut vomitorium idea has uh, attracted any financing. And in, uh, I've got a cute little pug puppy right now. Can't imagine how cute this dog is with its buggy eyes and can't breathe. Yeah, that um, sounds great. <laughs> Instagram dogs are a huge way to make money right now. Did huh. you know? Are you aware of this? Y- you know, sort of, kind of. It's amazing. Thanks to my, my teenage daughter. I got to get my wife on this. All you got to have is a cute dog and a little bit of eye for photography. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
President Trump attended the U.S. Women's Open Golf Tournament this weekend. So just to be safe, the golfers got changed in their cars. Wow, the president is a rapist or groper or whatever. Grabbed by the... Really? He didn't say that. Well, that's out of context. Um, it so. actually was out of context in the way that that ought to be used, that phrase. He's talking about the party girls in New York City. Said everybody's up for a good time. You can grab them right by the uh, I'm, meow. I'm still not doing that. I Oh, Lord, no. Certainly not. Grab them by the So I got so many things to talk about here, and they're all, I think, just fascinating. I find it abhorrent. I just want to make that clear. I don't know. After your uh, misogyny of earlier... I stand falsely accused. Called a woman a dim-witted numbskull. I could have gone with Nabob, because she's one of those as well. A a slow-talking (laughs) dip-ass. How do you like that one? Slow-talking dip-ass. Yeah, you Uh, heard me. I just think the Republican plan needs to... All right, I'll vote for it or against (laughs) it, or whatever. Just please stop talking so slowly. Hey, we got this text uh, earlier. Wow, making fun of someone's voice and then adding smear towards the handicapped. Classy. What? When did we smear the handicapped? That's what not you, something I usually about? do. We also got this text. Is Susan Collins of Maine handicapped? No, it was before you talked about that. So oh. it was earlier in the show, but I don't even know Smearing what it was about. handicapped. Oh, uh, we got this text. This huh. this fag STD, that's friend of Armstrong and Getty since the dawn. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your fag STD status. Wishes you could fix the wheels on your pod cart. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. 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 Oh, God, some of you are clever. That's art. Yeah. My prediction for Jack's Kids' first McDonald's trip, Happy Meal Toys will be higher, highly featured. Actually not. I'm going to talk about that in a second. A couple right. other things I want to mention. Yes. No donkeys left in China. Uh, talking to this farmer, 80 years old, living the same way as ancestors have for centuries in this rocky terrain where you couldn't use a, a tractor if you wanted to. By the way, Chinese, China. Chinese donkeys, we had to cancel our gig this Friday night because our bass player is sick. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when we play. <laughs> Chinese donkeys. That's right. Um, Thank you, Michael. Know us, you know, the... So his donkey died in 2014, and he couldn't replace it, as he quoted here in USA Today. There aren't any donkeys left. We've killed them all. China is in the grip of a massive donkey shortage caused by a soaring demand for ijayo, or however you pronounce it, a traditional medicine used that doesn't freaking do oh anything. My God, Just the f- these morons who, who live in dirt huts like it's the year zero uh, think it does something. For Probably some- give them a better boner. Because that's why tigers die all over the world and bears get tortured and their bladders removed because Chinese yahoos think it gives them a better boner. Demand for yaiho, or however you pronounce it, has doubled since 2010, hitting nearly 15 million pounds a year in 2015. The substance was once only afforded by royalty because one donkey yields 2.2 pounds of this. You use their donkey skin and boil it or something. So they're China. They've slaughtered millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of donkeys in China. A three hundred pound beast to, to get. Well, well, it's the same as when they kill a rhino for the tiny little tip of its horn, or right. you know, the bladder of a of, of a giant beautiful beast. Right. It's just how are there so many morons in the world that still believe this stuff? China. It's just amazing to me. The history of this particular thing from donkeys is traced to at least the second century. 
when a royal concubine used the medicine to prevent her from miscarrying. That makes her a slut. And her son son became emperor of China. Wow, so so it worked. People believe this cures all kinds of ills. So what part of the donkey is it? Do we know? The skin. They boil the skin down. They boil the skin, and then you have, what, a, a bowl of the soup? We want deal. It's just it's just amazing to me that there's so many backward parts of the world that are so dumb. So I just want to clarify one thing. You said there was a massive donkey shortage. Is there a shortage of massive donkeys? Oh, yeah. They're like 40 <laughs> feet tall. Or is it a, I see. Wow. Regular sized donkeys, plenty of them. Oh, I see. You can't swing a dead massive donkey without hitting a regular sized donkey. <laughs> see, that's surprising. Um, I want to see this movie Dunkirk. Maybe I'll talk about that later. Have you seen the ads for that? It looks oh, freaking fantastic. It's got to be a war movie, huh? And I love it. It's a gr- great historical, if you're into World War II or, or uh, you know, war history or whatever. Yeah, war movie uh, made by Christopher Nolan, his latest uh, thing. It's it's all shot in 70 millimeter. It's going to look beautiful. But WW2 or 1? Uh, two. two. Yes. Okay. It's uh, one of the great um, retreats in the history of mankind, but many, 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 many oh, people survived. I saw a commercial for that. Many yeah. people survived because it was so well done. Yeah, it's it's kind of a funny concept, isn't it? A brilliantly executed, incredibly brave retreat yeah. that saved tens of thousands of lives. Hundreds of thousands. There, there you go. Millions. The main reason I'm going, it features One Direction is Harry Styles in his Film premiere. No way. Dreamy. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that later. I don't know. I mentioned the donkeys. What was the other thing? Oh, here you go. Dunkirk donkeys. It's got to start with a D. Delivery. Nope. Uh, online takeout. Two-thirds of Americans who have ordered takeout via an app or a website say they prefer ordering digitally over the phone. Oh, yeah. This. Uh, so you're into that sort of thing. I find it cumbersome. Uh, uh, the Starbucks, the Panera, El Pollo Loco, all the time. Because mm. I, 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 I do like modifications. I, get, I say without this, I say extra this and add this. Yeah. And you can do it all in the app and you don't have to talk to anybody. I, my, my wife does it. I don't. But whether I like it or not, it doesn't really matter to the story. Yes, Sean, you like it? Don't like it? I, I've never, I've never ordered through uh, an app. Yeah, it's 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 growing and huge, and soon we'll yeah. all be doing it, whether we like it or not. I think. Yes, I won't do it because sometimes they make you register for. I'm yeah. just too lazy to yeah. do that. Yeah, if, oh, if, yeah. if I have to have a password, I am out. Business. If you ha- if I have to give a password to buy your product, I'm out. I'm out. If it's available anywhere else, I'm out. Well, you don't want to have people hacking onto your account and having pizzas delivered to your home, do you? I just don't want to have to remember a password the next time I come back. If I can buy this somewhere else without a password, so I'm out. But anyway, um, when I took my kids to McDonald's the other day, I hadn't been to a new modern McDonald's, and I knew they were modernizing around the country. I went to one of the remade McDonald's where they had uh, remodeled it. And it was they had these um, uh, places you could park up front. If you've placed an online order, park here. Uh, text us, and we'll wow. bring it out to you. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could do that either. You could do McDonald's. that everywhere. Yesterday, my wife says to me when I get home, she said, listen to this, will you? She actually said that. Listen to this, will you? Fabulous. She said, so I need something from Home Depot. I go onto their website. I type it into the computer. It comes out of our PayPal immediately. Um, They have it sitting by the door. I have our babysitter, who lives in that town, swing by, pick it up on the way home, because you can uh, put in there in your little computer thing, this is who you want to pick it up. Yeah. She picks it up, comes home with it. That wow. simple. Wow. All the items I wanted. Everybody is doing that now. The order stuff online and carry it out. It's a great time uh, to be alive. Whole thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I've done that. Including the, McDonald's? Uh, wow. At the Sam's Club, I've done that, I know. 
I've never done it. I, I called a pizza place a while back I wanted to try out in my town, new pizza mm-hmm. place. I called them up and said I'd like to order pizza, and they said, we don't take orders over the phone. You have to do it online. I said, well, I guess I'll never eat your pizza. Talk to you later. Wow. That's goodbye, Luddite, they <laughs> said as they hung out the phone. Oh, yeah, I know. They think I'm an old, crazy See, person, <laughs> and they're right. Yeah. But um, uh. but I just thought, I'm not going to do that. I, so I called a place where I can order a pizza over the phone. That's the best part. You don't have to talk to people. You know, do you got? Do you have the chip or no? Uh, can I get three bags for thirty cents? Uh, how's your weekend going? What do you got planned later today? You avoid all that. It's, mm, it's, it's attractive. It's so interesting. I understand the businesses are doing it because it's free to have a computer program once you've paid for it. Do all this automatically, as opposed to have however many people you need to have answering phones. Well, answer it's the phone much cheaper and type into a computer to produce precisely what the right. customer just did. So it's much cheaper, um, and you know, you you add that up over a gazillion interactions, and it adds up to a lot of money. It's interesting to me that that that's the is that the demand or the supply? That's the supply side of it. The demand side of it is interesting. It's people like Vince who don't want to interact with another human being yeah. or be put or be put on hold for That's a long true. time, true. right? Huh? Talk to a ferner maybe. As long as we're talking about pizza. Hey pizza guys, put some damn sausage on your pizza. Would you I order a sausage there's a piece over there and another piece over there. As most technically there's sausage on the pizza, but there's not very much. I'd say I got to get with it. If McDonald's now has a you pull into the spot and we you know your food is ready. Obviously everybody's on board with the ordering online thing. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just the new Clearly. way we're going to do business. A lot of changes at McDonald's. You know the hamburger has been reformed. He counsels troubled youth now. <laughs> it's really, it's a nice story. They, uh, they, um, they no longer give you a number. They do the, the, a name like Starbucks, which is a as a minor change, but I think it's a, a good idea. I think people prefer being called Jack. Your order's ready, rather than number forty-seven. <laughs> I well, think the problem people just is like Starbucks. That. They'll call you Jalb. <laughs> Jalb. Jalb. Everything was nicer and fancier. I think they they oh they brought the, they brought the food out to the table. Mm. So wow. so they're trying to make it more like a restaurant restaurant. Wow. Yeah. It's the best. Have the, they made the burgers more like a burger? <laughs> it's the best too. Like because like I walk at like El Pollo Loco or a Panera. Walk That's in Spanish there. for the crazy chicken. Yeah, it's crazy, and you get your food, and then uh, I look at the people who like. Walk up to the menu and stare at it, and I, that's how I used to be, man. Now that I just look at them, you bunch of savages, <laughs> you savages. You're wasting your time. The employee hates you standing there, wow. staring at him. Can I get a what's the oh, that's awesome, Vince? I just see people. Wow, because you don't have a heart full of hate, Michael. You gotta have the HOH heart full of hate. Um, yeah, that's interesting. My wife orders the the the, the takeout from uh, the Mexican place online. Just absolutely loves it. Because, like you said, Vince, she clicks the extra guacamole, no sour cream, just you know everything instead of saying it. And then you can have that saved if you want, if that's your regular order. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I suppose I'll get on board when I'm forced to be. You want a regular order? You show up to the place every day until they start to know you by name. That's right. They have it ready when they see your car pulling up. There's old Angry Jack. He doesn't like onions. <laughs>
Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, support for repealing Obamacare takes another shot. We got a fatal police shooting in Minneapolis, raising a lot of red flags. Oh, yeah, Why this were, st- just ridiculous. Why were the body and dash cams turned off? And we've got more health concerns about sugar substitutes. Heads up for that coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, police shooting that's becoming a national story, so we'll uh, catch you up on that. It, all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Got a lot of pretty interesting texts on this whole um, ordering online, whether we're talking food or Home Depot or whatever. And mm-hmm. this, this is a change in the way we buy stuff. Clearly, it has happened without my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, the whole open an account thing is such a pain, though, when you're hungry. Why am I typing and uh, memorizing a password and ty- uh, all this information when I could be talking to some teenage geek who's just going to take my order? Yeah. Once you get past that, once you do it the it's first really, time, it's yeah. pretty handy. Yeah. yeah. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Republicans will not give up on health care. Opening the Senate today, McConnell vowed to hold a vote to repeal Obamacare with a two-year phase-out plan for stability. Now there are a number of reports, though. The prospects for repeal seem shaky at best, with concerns it would cause chaos in the insurance market. Critics are bringing up a Congressional Budget Office evaluation of the 2015 measure to repeal Obamacare at that time. They said it would lead to 32 million more people uninsured by 2026, 18 million in the first year after enactment. And you got you got to remember with all those numbers, there's all kinds of caveats. For instance, they consider you uninsured if you're right. on a plan as a 25-year-old guy that doesn't have lactation services. That is the way they count. So if they're going to do that, then what's the point of paying attention to this? Stuff? Right, exactly. It doesn't meet the, the artificial threshold of Obamacare. They also count the people who say, wow, F it, I'm not paying any money for insurance at all because I'm 23 years old and I'm incredibly healthy. Those are the tragically uninsured under the new draconian Republican plan. These numbers are horse crap, Marshall. Why do you insist on torturing us with them? These are the numbers that the uh, critics are waving around in front of the senators' faces, uh, right. uh, you know, saying this is what the CBO has predicted. But here is, uh, here's another yep. uh, interesting situation. So Donald Trump, who's elected president in a... In a, in a uh, Landslide, not for him, but for Republicans, huge, you know, biggest majorities they've had in right. for forever. And he's given like two speeches and appearances ever on the whole health care thing. Barack Obama gave 37 speeches in like a dozen national addresses. Well, and they say there's no White House whip who's who's uh, who's managing all of the, the pleas and the negotiations and all and really pushing it as a White House priority. They they say, the, and this is insiders say, the White House just kind of laid it on Congress and said, figure this stuff right. out. And uh, it is very much like herding cats, and I think that's a terrible mistake. But he didn't take his, his skill. Barack Obama took his speech-making mm-hmm. skills at the height of his popularity out there on the road and tried to convince people why this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Worked it and worked it and worked it, and for whatever reason, Donald Trump decided not to do that. And, and one more thing I'd like to shout at Marshall. I'm going to have to work it up for a minute. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know, you could say and, it. In and a... these numbers are in comparison to Obamacare, which is a three-legged unicorn. It doesn't exist, and it's crippled. So you go. So it suffers in comparison with Obamacare, does it? What the hell? That is a, a point that always needs to be made. You're comparing it to something that you can't afford. And, and We've cut even, back yeah. on our number of trips to Hawaii this year. 
Yes, we can't afford to go to Hawaii. That's why we've cut back on the number of trips. A third of vacations to Hawaii are going to lose their financing. We can't permit this. Oh, for God's sake. Um, you know, you don't have to yell at anybody. You could talk in a regular tone of voice. That's a... Excellent point, one I will consider. <laughs> Anyone else disturbed over the sounds of Joe, quote, working it up? <laughs> All right, shifting gears. The Minneapolis police uh, officers who arrived at Justine Diamond's home shortly before she was shot and killed on Saturday did not have their body cameras on in violation of department policy. Her relatives and city officials want to know why. She had called 911 to report what she believed was a sexual assault going on behind her home. She was reportedly outside talking to the officers who were sitting in their patrol car when Officer Mohammed Noor fired on her from where he was sitting in the passenger seat across his partner through the driver's door and killed her. Well, I I heard it described a little differently that when she saw the police, she came out to say, I called you and it's right back there. And the one cop shot across his partner through the open window, just gunned her down. The classic, here I am, I called you, they shot her dead. And they had their dash cams off, and they had their body cams off. What the frig is going on there? How often do you shoot across your partner through an open window? If I'm the driver, I might say, hey, I'll... uh I'll, uh, I'll take care of it over here on this side. You take your side. Yeah, I suppose if somebody was running at him with a knife and he had his hands on the wheel, you might do that. Right. But here's the lady, and, and of course... She was a black woman. Oh, wait, no. She's a white woman with flowing blonde hair. And it just, just shot her dead. It doesn't matter what color she is. It's crazy. I'm the one who called you. Blam! So is it verified that the cameras were off and they're not just hiding uh, hiding the videotape, which has happened in a couple instances across the country? So far, everybody concerned, including the mayor, Betsy Hodges, admits she's as much in the dark as anybody else saying... Like you, I also have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about why the body cameras weren't on. Questions that I hope and anticipate will be answered in the next few days. Now, there's all sorts of weird Weasley speech going on here. Uh As obviously everybody's uh, lawyered up. Investigators are looking into whether other video of the shooting exists. Um, Well, what they're looking for are surveillance cameras that people may have had on their homes. They started going door-to-door saying, hey, do you have a uh, a camera in front of your house that may have caught this? Three people with knowledge of the incident told the local paper responding officers pulled into an alley behind her home. The woman of wearing pajamas approached the driver's side door and was talking to the driver. The officer then shot her through the window. Wow. Uh, The investigation's in its early stages. The, yes, the shooting officer, he's been on the... I don't remember the exact term, but I believe he's, he's been an officer for less than five years. Yeah. Has three complaints against him already. I don't know how common that is. I don't know what those complaints are, but that's another thing I saw reported on this. This yeah. is just a training thing, and maybe this is common. I don't have any idea, but hey, hey, cops, how often does a guy shoot across the other side of the car with the window open? Um, that just seems like a, a crazy way to do things. Wow, here's a quote for you. How many people have to get shot? You can walk your dog at midnight around here. Minneapolis is not Syria. Yeah, when I first heard this story, I thought, Minneapolis? I've visited uh, beautiful Minneapolis. It's not exactly, well, it's not Syria. It's not Chicago. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Why were their body cameras off? That's what I'd like to know. That's the question that's got to be answered immediately. There's a story, uh, I think it was in Sacramento, California. 
where uh, there was some body camera issue, and they said, well, we'll respond in the allotted 90 days or 30 days right. or however. That, no, that does, that's no good. Answer these questions immediately. Right. Were they on or off? Do you have them or don't you? You can answer that. You don't need to do a review or run it through the bureaucracy paperwork or anything like that. Just answer that question. That should be known today. Do yeah, they no have kidding. the cameras on or off? Are they supposed to be on or off? By close of business. Ask the guy, then ask the guy who supervises the guy or the gal. By the close of business today, answer the question. Right. <sighs> That's something. I hate those stories. Um, what happens to local news when there's no local media to cover it? That's a growing problem in the industry that is radio, television, and mostly newspapers. We're going to talk about that next hour. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, online ordering is a polarizing issue. Wow. It's either the greatest thing ever, like Vincent feels, or my wife feels, or it's something you're just never going to do, the way I am. Uh, But who knew it would be so polarizing? First this. Deputy for 19 years weighs in on that shooting in Minneapolis that's becoming a national story. Sounds like a very bad shooting. Body cameras were off and have to be turned on. Most of us turn them on as we get out of the car. You don't leave them on all the time. I suppose that makes sense. You don't have the camera running. As you're driving for five minutes, Which maybe. might be 90% of your time. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Uh, <clears throat> might have to come up with a better system anyway. But anyway, if they met her quickly and unexpectedly, that's why their cameras were off. Sounds like he thought he was going to a very hot and scary call, had his gun out in preparation as they got close, then mistakenly or accidentally shot her. It's bad either way. Well, I, I can see. It depends. It's funny. You read the the press accounts, which might be wildly inaccurate, because they said the driver was talking to the lady. Now, if they showed up to what was going to be a scary call and she ran directly at the window and all this guy saw was a shape coming out of the night... And shot her. That's awful. It's tragic. It's terrible. But you need to know those facts to properly figure out what happened and, and how terrible it is. Um, how culpable he is. A couple other things. In 1993, Bill Clinton, because I said Trump gave practically no speeches on this. Uh, Obama canvassed the country selling his plan. Lying. Well, the political lie of the year. But I see your point. He put effort behind getting his side to win. Indeed. And it was ultimately one of the big Same wins. Same way Hitler put effort into wow. invading Czechoslovakia. So wow. effort is how you measure man, is it, Jack? Wow. And I'd say one of the big successes, if you're a progressive, in the last 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, you instituted a brand new, ginormous, one-sixth of the economy entitlement That will program. never go away. Yeah. Uh, in 1993, Bill Clinton, the best speech-giving POTUS of my lifetime, gave non-top, non-stop speeches on health care, and it was a disaster. I don't think Trump speeches would help. It's all about where our country is. And that is absolutely right. In 1993, the country didn't want government in their health care. Now they do. Trump can't change that. I think that is uh, pretty accurate. We have we have changed. Even since Obamacare started, we've changed quite a bit. Yeah. People got used to a certain amount of stuff being given to you, not worrying about paying for it, and... That's where we are. Well, and weirdly, opinions on Obamacare have improved as it's collapsed 
over the last year or so. Partly, probably, because people have uh, heard and believed the incredibly overheated press accounts about the millions of infants who will be starved or, or executed or something, these incredibly scary news reports. Online ordering, a lot of people say they don't use it, won't use it. People will um, die. Online, I can browse the latest deals or use coupons without having to deal with somebody whose intellect is challenged by these concepts. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> whoa, whoa. The, oh my, oh my the God. specified order is the most appealing part to me because I'm very much, oh, no onions and certain yeah. things I don't like. And it's just, uh, it's so much less shameful to actually <laughs> communicate that to another adult. Be like, oh, no, can, can you I put know. the mayo I, on the side, please? I hate doing that, too. <laughs> I hate really? That too. Oh, interesting. Does just, it make you feel what picky or yeah? yeah high maintenance. High maintenance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so, and it's not an adult. Often, it's a sixteen-year-old who's feeling their face because uh, they did ecstasy the night before, and, and you got thirteen <laughs> customizations to your order, and they don't want to deal with it. And you don't want to be a, come off as uncool, man. For instance, oh my gosh, I went to McDonald's the other day with their new electronic flipboard for the menu, and it flipped so quickly. Have you? See, you don't go to McDonald's, right? You're too good for that. Correct. You go into McDonald's, and their their screen is unbelievable. HD living color. Uh, motion. Of something that looks nothing like the burger you're about to receive. Well, that's true. Oh, it's like Times Square is what you're saying. Digital. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really, it's it looks cool. They've, they've upped their game a lot. Food is exactly the same. Uh, I ended up paying almost $8 for four chicken McNuggets in order of French fries because uh, I couldn't figure out the new menu. Well, <laughs> not much I can do for you on that. Walmart's awesome. I order groceries. Uh, I drive over there to pick it up. They track my cart and know when I'm there to pick it up. They track my car as I'm driving. How about That's that? Like a little frightening, isn't it? Well, Walmart knowing where you're going? Your local government could screw you completely. You'd never know it. We'll talk about it on the Armstrong and Getty Show.